guys, welcome back to another episode of Dream Attraction Podcast, and it's officially spooky season. This is airing after September, and I feel like September is just the start of spooky season, right? Yeah, I mean, like, for me, I know those people that, like, love summer, Mm -hmm. like, you're gonna say it's still summer, even, like, before, like, mid-August. I think about two weeks ago, I wanted to start putting out Halloween stuff. Yeah. And, um, well, maybe even, like, a week and a half ago. So, maybe not exactly two weeks. But Halloween, I think, is just, like, my favorite time of the year. Me too. I mean, Disneyland's Halloween decorations are up. So, that's, like, it starts September 1st. Spooky season in Disneyland starts September 1st. It starts. And, I mean, once I hear that pumpkin spice latte, which it started at Dunkin'. We got pumpkin spice lattes for this episode. We have We do, to. yeah. And so, like, once I hear that those are coming out, I kind of just, I'm, my head just automatically connects to, okay, it's time for spooky season. Because pumpkin spice lattes, like, all the Halloween decor, like, that's just, like, my vibe. So, yeah. I don't, I normally would wait, like, a little longer, but I think I just, like, Every year, earlier and earlier, I'm just, like, ready to go. Yeah. So, I already have, like, my my Halloween decorations up, and I'm, like, wanting to get more. We just went to Spirit Halloween after we got our coffees, mm-hmm. and I saw some things that I liked. Um, but We were window shopping today. Window shopping. I didn't buy anything, but I'm, like, I am, I think I need to come back. Yeah. Um, eventually, maybe at the beginning of October, I'll go back and get some more decor. Um, but, yeah. I just, spooky season just always kind of starts a little early for me. I just love it. And we had to do, because we're going to be reviewing Haunted Mansion in this episode, we had to do this because it's like, we have to ring in the start of spooky season with a review of Haunted Mansion, which we're going to get into. But before we get into that, I do want to draw attention. And a lot of people have been passing away recently, which is so sad. We've had like Bob Barker and Bray Wyatt, WWE superstar, just passed away. And there's been, I think, a couple of more people. So sad. And one that really hit me really hard was Arlene Sorkin passed away. And if you're not familiar with who that is, she basically created Harley Quinn. So I know I've talked about it on the podcast before. I think it's been a while. But basically, on Batman the Animated Series, Harley Quinn was brought in for one episode. She was not in the comics. And Arlene Sorkin, like, I think she was from, like, Days of Our Lives or something. Mm -hmm. She came in and portrayed Harley Quinn so well. She didn't even have a name. She wasn't even called Harley Quinn. She was just, like, the Joker's henchwoman. Like, mistress. Yeah, just, like, mistress, a random girl, you know? And fans loved her so much that they literally told DC, like, we need this character to be a character. Yeah. We need her back. We need her in the comics. Like, it was an outcry. And it's crazy because I want to say that that episode aired in, like, 1994, Mm -hmm. sometime in the 90s. So before social media. Yeah. So the fact that people are, like, able to, like, whatever they were doing, like, writing in to DC and, like, the outcry was so loud at that time sending emails maybe yeah like speaks volumes because today like in today's times like it's so easy to like get on twitter or, like instagram and like voice your opinion but back in the day you really had to kind of like take that extra step to make sure that your voice is being heard 
Right. Like, you have to have passion for it, you know? Yeah. And props to everyone who, like, wrote in or, like, the creative people at DC that were like, wow, she killed it. You know what I'm saying? And and we need her back in future roles because Harley Quinn is so iconic these days. Like, we just, like Lini was saying, we just went to Spirit. She has a whole section. She has a whole animated series. And that's all thanks to Arlene Sorkin, you know? Like... Right. And you guys know we had, you know, our Halloween party last year and I was Harley Quinn last year. Mm-hmm. And I have to say when we were just at Spirit, there was such a bigger section for her right, than of there course. was last year because <laughs> I really created my outfit. Like it was DIY. Like like I found my I don't romper whatever I was wearing. It wasn't a dress, but it was like just a like a jumper almost. Um, I found that at a boutique in Los Angeles. Um, so like that, what I had, like you will not find that anywhere else. Right. I think it's just like, she has just like become just like an icon, you know? Mm -hmm. And like people want to dress up as her every year for Halloween. And she's just started like becoming bigger. Like I think thanks to Margot Robbie portraying her in Suicide Squad. But before Margot Robbie, before everything, Arlene Sorkin, like, from the animated series, really created this character and brought Harley Quinn to life. So it was very sad that she passed away, and it was a huge loss. Even though she hasn't portrayed her in a while, I think she hasn't voiced Harley Quinn in an animated thing since, I think, like, 2009 or 2008. She had retired, but, you know, still very, very sad. She got her to where she needed to be because Mm -hmm. without her she wouldn't have gotten to like probably wouldn't gotten like margot robbie to ever play her no she wouldn't have had such a big of a role in you know suicide squad or just even like dc and batman in general if you know those people didn't write in to make her a recurring character exactly so so sad losing arlene sorkin we just wanted to draw attention to that but let's get into haunted mansion So, you know, Lainey and I have said and talked about for a while that we wanted a Haunted Mansion remake because the 2003 version with Eddie Murphy was great for what it was, but we felt that the storyline was a little bit lacking. So we wanted kind of like a modern take on Haunted Mansion. And I really feel like this movie did that. Yeah. Like, you know, definitely we needed better writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Better storyline and better cast. 100%. Because I feel like Eddie Murphy... He's iconic. Oh, yeah. Great character. But the rest of the cast, I feel like, just wasn't it. I think the kids were funny. I liked the kids. The kids were... <laughs> I mean, the kids were okay, yeah. But, but yeah, like... we needed that modern twist. Like, it was just, like, you know, a little bit, like, weird that, like, this dead man wanted to fall in love with his wife reincarnated. You know, so we just needed that, like, that modern sort of take on Haunted Mansion. Modern and I take. love that they did it in Louisiana. Yes. Instantly, when I saw that it was the setting was Louisiana, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. Because Louisiana is known for, like, that sort of, like, voodoo and witchcraft and being haunted and everything. So I thought instantly, I was like, okay, this is already starting off pretty good. Yeah. So we start off with, I think her name is Alyssa. Alyssa and Ben meeting, I think, at a New Year's party. Yeah, that sounds right. And um, he was an astro. We did see this movie, like, you know, quite a while. We saw it at least, like, a month ago. Yeah, and that's the thing we've talked about (laughs) before. We wanted to wait on doing movie reviews. That way we can, like, read reviews, hear what everyone else is saying, talk about some rumors surrounding the movies, Mm -hmm. and not just kind of, like, 
review it in our cars after we watched the movie and we're like we don't know how to feel about it i remember i said that like every sort of movie review yeah so anyways so he's an astrophysicist kind of a realist and she's like a spooky guide she's like a ghost tour she's like a ghost tour person tour guide ghost tour guide yeah Yeah. so they're kind of like polar opposites of the spectrum but they end up falling in love getting married and then it kind of does that like fast forwarding thing where like you see him kind of like disgruntled, kind of like angry at the world, and you don't see her anymore, and you kind of just assume that she has kind of like passed away. Mm-hmm. It's not really confir- confirmed until later in the movie, but I, I also thought maybe they were broken up. I yeah, I didn't assume that she was dead. I thought they just had maybe broken up, and like he just like, you know, just like not him. Sad. He's just sad, and he's like angry. At the world. Like, he, it's almost like his life felt like it didn't have any meaning without her. Um, so, you're just kind of trying to figure out what happened mm-hmm. because you don't see her. And exactly. He's just, like, living his life as, like, an angry, like, kind of like, mean person. And he does, like, the tours now. Yeah, and, and he, he does the that, tours. And he has like, camera where you can, like, catch ghosts or something like that. I will say about this movie, not to, like, skip around... But it was a little bit scarier it was than the first one. Like, a little bit, like, I wouldn't say scary, but I, a little creepy at parts. Yeah, I think, like, for sure, like, if you, you're you wanting to see this movie and haven't seen it yet, and you have, like, little kids who do like Haunted Mansion, like, actually like the ride and stuff, um, I would maybe just read reviews because I think it might be a little scary for little kids. Um in some parts. That, um, that, like, sea fisherman ghost that ends up haunting Ben, mm-hmm. he's a little scary. Yeah, there's And I just was like, like, okay, with those footprints and everything. And I think there's some, um, like, little pop-up scenes, too. Like, a little, yeah. like, like, you know, you know, when you see a scary movie and there's, like, a pop-up and mm-hmm. you, like, jump, like, jump scares, yeah. I guess you would say, but it's because of, like, the music and stuff. But there might be, like, one or two of those, I think, in there. I think the scariest part for me was when they meet the main villain, which is the guy that's (laughs) actually in Haunted Mansion, which I like that this movie incorporated the ghosts that are in the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney and brought them into the movie. Because I feel like they didn't really do that in the first one. And they made, like, that main ghost of um, the Haunted Mansion ride the main villain of this movie. Right. So And the main ghost is actually the guy that is on... It's the ghost that's on the ride. You know, that that one uh, famous area on the ride where the ghost is holding the, like, lantern. Mm -hmm. And the face goes into the lantern. Yes. That's that... That ghost is the villain. Mm-hmm. So I like that, and honestly, like I don't know if I always tell people these little fun facts because I feel like a lot of people don't know this if they're not like big Disney fans, like we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, but this also um, can this also pertains to Pirates in the Caribbean, but Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean were made based off of the ride. Yes. They, they were, like, created because of the ride. The movies were created like, because of the ride. Yeah. yeah, so, like, they... The movie wasn't made before the ride. 
Yeah. Just a little fun fact for you. If you and I know. think that's super smart on Disney's end. That way it makes the attractions better because mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, I love like the Haunted Mansion movie or the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So I need to go on the ride and see what well, the ride is Pirates in the about. Caribbean, everybody knows has been such a big hit. Like Johnny Depp's in it. Like, oh yeah. You know, that franchise iconic. is amazing. And that was all based off of the ride. Mm-hmm. So d- let that like process that for a minute that's how successful those movies were because of those rights and all the creativity that went into it of creating a storyline like all just based on that ride yeah and that's like what i was saying before i think that the first haunted mansion didn't really do a good job of that where this one did because i was really captivated in the beginning because then you have rosario dawson who i forgot her name her character's name but her and her son move into this like old antique mansion Mm -hmm. and then they find out that it's like haunted and that's where i think some of the jump scares kind of come in in the beginning when they first go in right and then they're like oh my god we have to leave this house and that's where ben the astrophysicist who's like really sad comes into the picture because they already bought the house or something and so they're like they they can't leave the house because the ghosts will follow them and bring them them back to the house right and speaking of Rosio Dawson and the little kid, I don't know what his real name is, but the the little kid that's in this movie that plays the little boy, I thought he did an amazing job. He, I like I had told the, this to Eric before, but I feel like he's just like an old soul, like in this role. Like maybe he's like that in real life, and why he's able to portray such a good performance. But I thought he was so funny. I thought he was, like, really mature, but also able to play, like, a little boy character. Because he literally is a little boy. Yeah. So, I just thought he did, like, an amazing job. I feel like he was... I don't... Like, I don't know him outside of this character. I don't know him in any other films. So, I think it was, like, refreshing to have, like, some new cast in there that I haven't seen before. But also, we have classics, like, you know, Owen Wilson and... Danny DeVito and Tiffany Haddish yeah yeah I think for child acting it has to be kind of hard yeah because like when you're a kid like I feel like it could be sometimes hard to get into like a character and really understand the full concept of what acting is like you understand it to a certain extent but when you're that young I feel like it has to be like okay wait like I'm playing a character so when you find a good child actor I feel like it's not rare, but it's also just, like, not a super common thing that you see a lot, where right. a child actor plays a role, like, to a perfect T, you know? I, I thought he did amazing. I thought yeah. he was, I thought he was actually, like, the best cast, like, the best cast in that cast. Yeah. Like, I think he did the best overall. And Owen Wilson f- plays, like, a fake priest, which, <laughs> um, we don't find yeah. that out till the end of the movie that he has, isn't actually a priest. But um, he tried to help the family, and then the ghosts started following him. So he brings Ben into the picture, and she warned him before she he stepped in. She's like, are you sure you want to do this? And he's all skeptical. He's like, ghosts aren't real. And he walked in, and then he tries to leave, and then that's where that, like, fisherman ghost follows him right. into his like apartment he le- he and starts haunting home. him. Mm-hmm. And because I don't think he, the first time he was in there, I don't think he saw anything. He didn't he see. Was like, yeah. He was like, okay, this is like BS. And the little kid's like hiding in the tent and everything. And they're like, don't leave this room after midnight because that's when all the ghosts um start to come he out. He just wanted like, at this point, he just wanted like his check and leave because, yeah, you know, at this moment, he's still like 
kind of a bitter, like, mean person, and he's just, like, you know, it seems like living paycheck to paycheck, he seems like he's kind of broke, so he's, like... He's, like, I'll take the money. They're, like, he, they're gonna pay me this much. Sure, I'll go there and, like, solve their problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just not, like, in a genuine way. And he just goes there, he's, like, there's nothing here. And, but he knows that he's going to get paid, but then he leaves and he realizes it was more than what it really was. And he was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And so they're all in there and then they try and get Tiffany Haddish in there to kind of like, like a, she, they almost make her seem like she's a fake psychic. Yes. But she ends up being a real psychic. Exactly. And it was her. Now, you guys know, I think I almost related to her character a bit Mm -hmm. because sometimes, like, me being, you know, kind of like a medium and I do tarot and stuff, sometimes I feel like my abilities aren't, you know, I feel like it depends on your mental state. Sometimes it can be really powerful and you can, you know, feel very spiritual you have more messages come to you at certain points where there's times where it feels like it's not working at all. Yeah. Like, you're not getting anything. And so I feel like she almost, like, felt like she was almost having a little bit of imposter syndrome a little yeah. bit. And that's how I feel sometimes. And then it's more so she needed to believe in herself and have more faith in herself. And she ended up doing that at the end. And she, like, you know was very important. Yeah, you know? I like that this movie dealt with grief too because it's haunted mansion, you know. Mm-hmm. It has ghosts. Ghosts are people that have passed away. Right. You know, so you think that the movie's going to have something with grief. So you find out Ben like dealing with the death of his wife, wife. Alyssa, and then um Brazeria Dawson's character, her um Hus- husband, husband passed away and that's the little kid's father. You know, they're just all kind of like bonding over, or those two main characters are really bonding over the grief that they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And then while they're dealing with, you know, going on the other side and these ghosts that are trapped in this uh, mansion, you know, he's getting these like fake senses that like Alyssa's calling to him, but it's not actually her. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with the little kid and his father. Yeah, he keeps thinking his dad like wants to see him and stuff like that because literally he was having oh i just got shivers i got oh i got full body chills oh we both just got chills (laughs) at the same time guys like because it's just i'm remembering it's a little creepy because like he they make him wait in the car while they're doing this like you know ritual to try to you know get the get the ghost out and the dad quote unquote yeah is writing to him in his notebook so he's writing back and forth like with yes. a pen on his notebook and he's like yeah dad like i'm gonna see you and stuff like that i'm gonna come see you and he's like i'm gonna come be with you but it's not actually his dad so it's and a little creepy it's creepy but it's also really emotional it is very and emotional. i think i'm I teared up maybe like twice. And when we both, it was really weird, guys. Me and Delaney both got chills. My my arm hair was standing up (laughs) on the side of it because I was just thinking of the scene, like that scene. And I was also thinking of the scene where um, Ben was like crying, like talking about Alyssa. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the full thing, but he was like, I'm sorry. Like just seeing all this stuff that he wished he said to her. He was something. He was talking about the day that she passed away and how like, 
she needed um something from the grocery store to like make something mm-hmm. and she asked him to come with her and he was like i'm too busy yeah and he wasn't like able to go do that with her which she was completely fine with but during that time she got into a car accident and that's how she died and so yeah. he wishes he what he wishes he had went with her because maybe it would have changed things and then he hadn't he wish he like was able to say like he loved her before she passed away so he was yeah. very like he was tearing up and stuff while telling the story to everyone in it the was house. really emotional like when you go into like a movie like ha- disney's haunted mansion like i feel like the reason why i really did like this movie is because haunted mansion is one of my favorite rides at disney it's it one is. that we always have to do and the first one, like, I don't want to trash the first one. It, it was good for what it was, but I feel like this one was so much better this... and exceeded my expectations right. a lot where it, it had the comedy, it had, like, the spookiness, it had the emotion in there behind, like, the I... way that human emotions that people deal with people that pass away, right. you know? And that's what I think why we liked it so much. I think it's because, one it had a good storyline and two it made you emotionally connect with the film where i feel like the first one didn't have either of those no. so it was hard to connect to that film rather than this one where this one it actually created emotion within like you watching it there were different plot points too that's the thing mm-hmm. like there wasn't just it wasn't one dimensional and i feel like those are the movies that are the best these days where like it's like a, I wouldn't want to say complicated, but there's more to the story than just one main storyline. There's a bunch of different side things going on and a bunch of things that like you hear or see and you're like, okay, that's probably going to be important later. Let me remember that. Yeah. And then it comes up later. There's just a bunch of things that are coming in and changing. And then Danny DeVito's character, <laughs> he was funny. Yeah. And he was like, what, a professor that like had studied the mansion and he like, really wanted to go but they're like no you're not coming he's basically like he's basically old and he has like a heart condition and Mm -hmm. it's like pretty severe so they don't want him coming to the house because they don't want his heart to be triggered and him have a heart attack being there by being like spooked by the ghost and stuff but he goes against that and still comes anyway because he's always wanted to go because he's like read that's why they reach out to him because they're like oh this professor like wrote an article on this mansion or something or yeah and then they're like we gotta find this guy he ends up being a little crazy he's like a little cuckoo for coco puff yeah and then that one scene where like they they like put him out of the mansion with the chair and he's like going down the street oh, i'm yeah. like oh my god like so there were like little funny parts like that in and the his movie. character is like almost kind of like comedic relief i feel like yeah. in the film he's very like funny and like brings that like funny aspect to the film where i feel like um owen wilson's character does that as well and tiffany haddish and yeah like those those um supporting you know roles yeah are like bring the comedic relief where i feel like the main roles those are the ones that create the seriousness throughout yeah you know the movie and so let's talk about some things that people were saying about the movie they feel like the comedy was forced i've heard that a lot and one thing, and this is what I was saying even before I read anything about this movie, 
I feel like they missed the mark because they released this movie in early August. Yeah. And it, it kind of, fl- like, I wouldn't want to say flopped in the box office, but it didn't really do as well as I feel, feel like Disney wanted it to do. Yeah. I guess their method behind releasing it in August is because they thought, well, the kids are still out of school, so they're going to be going to the theater. They're going to yeah. want to see a movie in theaters. Also, you're going against Barbie and Oppenheimer, yeah. which are, like, two, like, social media, like, megastar movies right now. Yeah. And so, you have stiff competition in the box office, yeah. you know? And to touch on, like, two points with that, like, yes, the, it came out, I think, the very end of July. Mm-hmm. And from, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard this um, from somebody that it was... So Haunted Mansion was supposedly supposed to come out last year, 2022, during, like, Halloween season, during fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but something happened. There was, like, a delay in... Um, Do you think they pushed it back because of um, Hocus Pocus 2? Potentially, but Because I, they didn't want them to go against each other, maybe? Potentially, yeah. There was something I heard, like, a delay in the production. So they pushed it back to summer of 2023. And so it almost seemed like that wasn't what they necessarily wanted to do, but that's what they had to do. Um, So that I feel like messed things up. And then on top of it, coming out the same week as Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, it was like one week after. Because I remember because I was like, oh, we're going to be going to the theater a lot this month because we want to see Barbie. Then we want to see Haunted Mansion a week later. So yeah, you're right. It was the end of July. It was the same week as Barbie and Oppenheimer. And honestly, um, I feel like that is the biggest, um, that was the biggest, you know, regret biggest mistake biggest regret they probably have and did was to have it come out the same weekend as those two movies because um also barbie was just so heavily marketed Mm -hmm. haunted mansion was not heavily marketed like i think we found out like a few months beforehand that we knew it was coming out in july and that was a little wild because like how did we find out that late where barbie was very heavily marketed like a year before its release date. Yeah. And it just, like, had a lot of talk going on about it. Like, it was being promoted in a lot of different areas and a lot of different other shows and stuff that were, like, you know, doing marketing for it. And it ended up being the most highest-grossing bots office week, like, in Warner Brothers that it beat... Deathly Hollows Part Two. Exactly. Of Harry so Potter. this is the competition that Haunted Mansion is going against. So, you know, and it's based yeah. on the ride at Disney. And if you're not Disney fans, you have to think about the common, you know, person, the p- common moviegoer. You know, if you're, unless you're like hardcore like Disney fans or like Haunted Mansion fans, like Lainey and I, you're probably seeing oh Haunted Mansion's coming out in the middle of July. I'm not ready for spooky season. It's like. 90 degrees outside. I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, if it would have come out in October, I feel like everyone's, like, all in the fall vibes. They're at the pumpkin patches. The casual, you know, person is going to be more inclined to be like, oh, like, let's go to the pumpkin patch and then let's go see Haunted Mansion and, like, get into the spirit, you know? I think it would have been smarter for them to maybe come out with it. Like, literally, like, maybe late September or, like... Anytime in October, even yeah. even like early November, like I feel like 
they should have done it within those, that time frame because I feel like they just really missed their, like, are missed a really good opportunity to, like, have that movie just work out so much better for and them. And I feel the didn't. same way, honestly. Like, even sitting in the theater in July, like, I was, like, I'm excited, but I'm not as excited as I would be if it came out during spooky season. Right, like, imagine, you, know? you would, like, plan out, I feel like, well, us personally, because we're yeah. just really big Disney fans, as we've already stated. Right. But, like, we would have planned out a whole spooky day. Like, yeah. we would have started out with our pumpkin spice lattes, you know, doing doing some kind of spooky, like, event or go to some type of spooky, like, place. Mm-hmm. And then would have planned to go see Haunted Mansion later in the day. Like, that for us, we do, sh- we do shit like that. Yeah. Because we're just, like, very festive. And I feel like, uh, you know, there's more than likely other people that would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Disney really missed their opportunity with that. Because I really, truly, really liked this film. Like, I thought Me it too. was so good. And right. I felt like it was a missed opportunity in the bots office. But I do feel like they are going to have it on streaming on Disney Plus before um October I feel like I would hope so it's still in theaters right now it's still in theaters but I would hope that they would kind of put it on Disney plus by the time October hits just so everyone that didn't go see it can see it on Disney plus but I I just think that yeah like you were saying I think it was a missed opportunity I just kind of confused I feel like they on why they would release it in the summer as opposed to releasing it in October yeah especially to coincide with like Disney being decked out for spooky season like even horror movies and things that are scarier, I'm more inclined to want to see those movies in September and October. Right. You know, like, as opposed to if it comes out in, like, the summer or something, I'm like, I'm not really ready even, for a scary movie, I'm you like, know? even, like, like the first week of November, people are still totally. going to see that because Halloween just happened, you know? Like, it's still, like, you still got the spooky vibe going on. Like, you're still keeping, like, your fall you know, decor up and stuff because it almost corresponds into, like, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, maybe take the spooky things down but keep the fall things up. So it's, like, I feel like they real like, they, I think they could have made so much more money in the bot's office if they just did the timing more correctly. You need to match it with the theme. Like, Barbie, perfect for summer release. Barbie releasing in October would not have worked. And that then a movie that's coming out in December that I'm excited to see is Wonka. Mm-hmm. It's like all about like Willy Wonka's backstory and it's all like magical and fun. It's releasing right around Christmas. That's perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like when a movie releases in theaters to fit the time that you're in or around the season that you're in, you're going to get more people that are going to be like, oh, I want to go see this movie. Right. That's how you make mo- money in movies in the box office, I feel. Yeah. But I, I think that, yeah, like I said, I don't think this movie was horrible at all. I think that critics are being a little rough on it. I thought that the villain was very strong. Yeah. His first opening scene where they're sitting around that, like, seance table or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, that little, like, I don't know, where Tiffany I... Haddish is, says she's going to go over to the other side. Yeah. And Ben ends up having that out-of-body experience, which is kind of, like, symbolic of, like, insidious. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but... Yeah, it's a like, little lighter version. I mean, it was still a little creepy, but, yeah. like, it was, like, basically him getting possessed and, like, talking to the ghost and stuff. Yeah, him and, going literally out of his body, and he's seeing all these ghosts, because he's trying to figure out, like, 
who are all these ghosts afraid of? Like, what is, why is everyone so scared? Like, why is everyone trapped here? And then that first scene where that, that ghost with like the head in the lantern is like yeah. coming and he's walking down the, uh, the, the hallway and it's like loud and it's kind of creepy, like the footsteps. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my, I was getting a little bit scared. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, who is this right now? You know, cause they really portray him as like this this monster right you know and he gets scared all the ghosts are running away and hiding right so i really feel like they did a good job with the villain and then they did a good job of telling the villain's backstory of like who he was in life like why is he the way that he is you know i think that it was just an all-around like good story plus you had you know rosario dawson's character and ben kind of starting their own kind of romantic kind of kindle yeah they started they started kind of like you know having like a connection you could just tell like when they were talking and stuff um i like that because i feel like a little romance can't you know won't kill anything it adds to the story and they're both they're kind of trauma bonding they're both like because they both lost yeah they're both both widowed yeah. And I think that adds to the story. And then all literally, what is it? Six of them are sleeping in the living room together mm-hmm. or that front, you know, area. The area they have to they be in. they all stay together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the ending scene, like the ending of the movie was really good because they went to that um, museum a couple of hours away and they needed to find an item that belonged to the ghost in like real life. Yeah. And he was, like, not a good man in life. Like, he was, like, a horrible person. And they found... um, His top hat. His top hat, because they had to go away from the tour guides. Mm -hmm. And they went, like, what, underneath the floor or something like that? Yeah, they literally went, like, underground. Or, like, under the floorboards, literally. Oh, because the the fisherman ghost helped them. Yeah, because it was so funny, because um, Ben and Owen Wilson, I forget what his character's name was. Yeah, but me too. They couldn't fit in there, and they had the little boy with them, and so the little boy had to go down there and get the top hat. And there was a lot of like, a lot of weird things happening. So he was like freaking out and like scared and stuff. But he ended mm. up getting it. I would have liked. I, I know. I don't know if how much it would have made sense, but I would have liked a little cameo from either Eddie Murphy or like one of the kids grown up. In the first one, in yeah. this movie, I think that would have been cool. Like, not like a main role, but maybe just like a, a background, like a cameo appearance. Where like, if you were a fan of the first one or grew up watching the first one, you can kind of be like, oh, like that's, you know. I would little... have liked to see it. Maybe it, it would have been cool. Like, I think I would have been very just content seeing Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because honestly, whenever I think of that first Haunted Mansion... He's the one I associate it with. Mm-hmm. I don't really... I kind of forget about everybody else. Yeah. I just know, like, oh, Eddie Murphy is in there. You know? Because I feel like that's the reason why, like, a lot of people ended up watching that movie. Yeah. Um, Just because he was very popular during that time. Like, I think that was, like... He was doing Shrek. It was, like, peak Eddie Murphy during yeah. the time he did Haunted Mansion. And he's just such an iconic actor yeah and this is usually with like reboots or remakes they're not as good like you'll be like oh like the original was better but the original was not good the original was (laughs) not better in this sense like i feel like them waiting 20 years was good because then it gave people time to be like okay like this feels new this feels fresh yeah like let's let's see what this is all about you know what i'm saying and it's so funny because we have been such big fans of Haunted Mansion for, like, years. 
and we have been saying like oh like it'd be so cool if they like did a remake on Haunted Mansion then sure enough we find out that they're they're like in production doing it and we were so excited Mm -hmm. we're like oh my god and for me personally like I'm gonna shun the original one because I just think it's not good like at all um but I appreciate that it was made mm-hmm. so we could have an opportunity like this one to come in. Where it and, feels so much better. It feels it, so much more satisfying. It feels like a breath of fresh air. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, we got a good Haunted Mansion movie, finally. But I was just, I was so excited. So for me, I already kind of had the expectation. I already knew it was going to be better than the original. Yeah. I like, I feel like there was just, I feel like they couldn't do much to make it worse than the original. Like I, that's that's what my mindset was. Yeah, and like I it. said, like all it doesn't have the best reviews. I mean, I don't really pay attention to like Rotten Tomatoes or anything like that because Ooh, right. Who knows? Like different film critics, diff, you know, they like different things. Well, and everyone, but, I've, and everyone I've talked to that has seen it, they've all really liked it. So I think it's just more so. The people versus the critics. And yeah. I feel like the people liked it more than the critics did. I wanna, I forgot to look at what it currently was at for box office, like what its number is currently at. Cause I've had a lot of friends that I'm like, oh, Haunted Mansion was pretty good. And they're like, oh, I wanna see that, but they just haven't like gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. Where that's also what I feel like it's this, not the season for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel right. like more people would have seen it. I do also, like I was saying earlier, love that it was um, centered around in Louisiana because yeah. it added a lot to the story. I just, I think this movie was good. I It's one of the movies where I definitely am excited to see it again. Right. And that doesn't happen often to me. I feel like it does, but it doesn't. Like with The Flash and Little Mermaid that we saw earlier this year. The like Flash, I don't think I need to see those movies again. Whereas right. this one, like as soon as it hits streaming... Even with Super Mario, like, I I liked Super Mario, but it's hit Peacock and I haven't watched it again. Right. With this movie, I feel like there was a lot to the story where I want to watch it again. Like, I'm excited. I think this movie, like, if I could rate it, I think I would give it, I think I would give it a 9 out of 10. I would say 9 out of 10, too. I feel like that's fair. I would give it a 9 out of 10. And I feel like when it does hit streaming, it's going to be a part of, like, my Halloween movie collection that I'm watching during spooky season. Like, with Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. you know, Practical Magic, and now it's going to be the new Haunted Mansion. Well, we were talking about that earlier. Some people, like, they wrote the article, they said that it fails to become, like, an iconic spooky season movie. But I think we kind of disagree with that. I think it's one that I yeah. am going to kind of watch every Halloween. I think... It's yeah. going to get me into the spirit. Um, Dizzy doesn't have very many Halloween movies. and there's... I know people are going to probably um, come for me because I didn't say Halloween Town. But funny, I was like, Town. oh yeah. Did you guys hear that? Eric has never seen Halloween Town. What are I we going to do about that? Do, do you guys think I should give him like a little marathon because I believe there's what three of them. I think we need to sit down and do a Halloween town marathon because I've heard really good things about it. Halloween town is iconic. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it is very good, but I don't know if everyone would agree with me. If you didn't see it when you were a kid, I feel like it might be a little hard to watch now because yeah. of 
you know, the time. It's a bit cheesy, probably. Like, Hocus Pocus. That's another one where it's people still... that haven't seen Hocus Pocus when they're kids and they watch it now, they're like, I don't like it. But for us that enjoyed it as kids, we're like, it's so nostalgic. It's so good. And yeah. it's hard to find, like, a non, like, scary Halloween movie that's good. Yeah. You know? I think, well, even Hocus Pocus, I feel like people would, I feel like people still would like it because I feel like the production and everything was well on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, this Halloween Town movie, it really is, like, an original Disney Channel movie. Oh, yeah. So it kind of gives that type of vibe. So you might be watching. But I think the storyline in the movie is really good. So yeah. I feel like maybe you would like it based off of that. But, yeah, it is very, like, it's very old. <laughs> but in terms of, like, I feel like new Halloween movies, I feel like Haunted Mansion, this one has to be up there. I think this is going to be one that when it hits streaming, a lot more people are going to watch it. We're going to get a lot more reviews. A lot more of our friends are going to be talking about it because no one's really talking about it. Like I said, all everyone's talking about right now is Barbie and Oppenheimer. No one's talking about Haunted Mansion. Well, you know what? I I have not seen Oppenheimer. Me either. I was going to see it, but I heard it's three hours and I've heard it's just like... It's, it's a little long. It's a little long. So I was going to see it in theaters, but there were other movies I wanted to see before it. So I was holding off on Oppenheimer. Yeah. If you haven't seen Haunted Mansion, I feel like we didn't really, we gave away the story, but like, I'm going to give away all the details. I feel like some people like to hear like about the movie. I mean, like if you're you're not like a huge fan, but you want to see it, I feel like a lot of people like to kind of hear a little bit about it before they actually see it. And Mm -hmm. then like decipher for themselves if they really liked it or not yeah laney and i are a little bit biased because we do love haunted mansion but we also are like big into movies and we can admit when a movie is not good right even like though it could be like our favorite sort of like category or whatever we can be like this movie was bad like (laughs) you know what i'm saying seriously like the original haunted mansion i think i would literally give it like a three like yeah that's how i feel about that i'm sorry and like, if you like the original, I love that for you. I just, mm-hmm. that's not for me. And I'm not trying to shit on it. And I just really don't like it. I'm just going to replace the original probably with this one and only watch the original, like, every once in a blue moon. I don't even think I would do that. <laughs> I Lady's think... done with it. She's like, I am never watching the Oh, we didn't even touch on Madame Leota. Oh, my God. Played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. That was so funny i was like wow that's a different take on madame leota she did but i was i was into it and madame leota we actually saw her in life and what she did and Mm -hmm. like you know before she was a little head in a crystal ball i thought it just connected everything perfectly i loved the the madame leota character in Mm -hmm. the first one and i think that jamie lee curtis just enhanced it so much more she had a little more background more background. Which we know is, who Madame Leota is at this point. Right. You kind of understand why she's in, why she's in the crystal ball. Like, mm-hmm. she gets trapped in there because the ghost trapped her in there. Exactly. And so she eventually ends up getting free. And she is, like, one of the only people that can really defeat him. Exactly. And so, guys, I just have to say, you have to go see this movie. Yeah, please go see it. Now that it's spooky season, you have no excuse. It's still in theaters. Head over to the theater, make a day of it, like Lainey and I were talking about, do like a whole spooky day. I don't know how much longer it's in theaters for, but like we're saying, 
hopefully Disney will release it on streaming within the next month or so so we can enjoy it again in time. I'm like, or maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's on streaming. You know, if you listen to this later on, like a few months later and it's on streaming, have like a little spooky day inside, get that popcorn. Yeah. You know, get those lattes ready and just have a spooky day and watch Haunted Mansion. And let us know what you think about it because I'm genuinely curious to know what people that have watched the movie that listen think about the movie because I'm like, do you agree with the critics or do you agree with Delaney and I? So head over to our Instagram, DM us, comments on our post, whatever. Let us know how you liked Haunted Mansion. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really enjoyed reviewing Haunted Mansion with you. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at DreamAttractionPod. Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify and give us those five stars. And we'll see you next Tuesday for an all new episode. Happy dreaming.